Hi, I'm Tony Salome, the host of America's Got Issues and more. I'm here talking about the amazing deals in my new business, Medman, low-key, underground, don't tell anyone, dispensary. You don't need a medical card to come to Medman's dispensary. Show us your ID, student ID, stolen ID, fake ID, monopoly money, I don't give a damn. Just come on in and give us your money. We'll give you some pretty decent, kind of dry weed. It's been handled by too many hands to count before getting to us. Why does that make a difference? Well, sometimes you get a little special surprise when you smoke this bud. A surprise in the form of PCP that you didn't ask to be on. Now you're running around Brooklyn with your dingling out, singing God Bless America. You're welcome. We've got your favorite strains like Grape Juice, Fruit Loops, Mind Destroyer, Parkinson's, and my personal favorite, Loose Butthole. So what are you waiting for? You're not doing anything else, so come on down to Medman. Not Medman, fuck that place. And bring your friends too. Unless the cops, please don't bring them. I don't want to be on live PD again. Medman, low-key, underground, don't tell anyone dispensary. We have weed, and sometimes it's decent. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What is up? Welcome back to the Short News Podcast, the show where a dumb idiot makes fun of other dumb idiots who happen to have significantly more authority than him. I'm Alex Mador, so um, that hasn't changed. It's been a pretty relaxing week, if I'm being honest. I'm trying to just decompress before classes start on Monday. It's going to be interesting to see how, how, um, how I adjust back to things, you know, after being off for so long. I have a um I have an update, quick update about um on my rant about my friends who give me a hard time about not going out uh with them to party during a pandemic. Uh so I told you guys that they were uh they went camping, right? And and I thought it was the worst idea. Of course, no one listens to me, so whatever. They they go camping, meet up uh meeting up from all separate states. They're in enclosed cars, windows closed with each other for extended periods of time. They're sharing blunts and joints. All the germs are spreading between them from mouth to fucking mouth. They're sharing drinks and obviously being careless about the masks. So I was pretty annoyed because here we are, sitting in our apartment for almost a full year now. These dudes um, had to just had to so badly go out and party and risk it all when there's people dying every day from this shit. It's it's not even about just if the people who were there get it. They all went back home afterwards to their families and the people they're normally around or live with, and they spread all that shit they got while they were out of their, like, out camping or whatever into their homes and all their jobs and beyond. So. These guys have potentially contributed to the spread. So, 
come Tuesday, um, and my dude is freaking out and tells me that one of the people who was there camping with them tested positive for the virus, and so did their dad. Now, they're all freaking out, and to be honest, I'm not really that worried about them because they made the worst decisions in their lives by doing this, but I am extremely pissed at them for the people who they are infecting and spreading this shit to now that they're uh, now that they're home. <clears throat> it's fucking careless, selfish and stupid. You obviously don't believe in science if you don't care about the facts. And you don't care about anyone but yourself and the amount of fun that you can have right now. You get zero sympathy for me. I feel for the people these dumbasses have harmed. I really do. We don't even have vaccines out to even 10% of the population. And we have idiots like this all over the place, making this worse for everyone. Why are you not taking this seriously? And these are people that any other time I would really be concerned about. But them doing this is just a huge fuck you to all of us who have been testing our patience and sanity by abiding by the proper restrictions. They have zero respect for anyone around them. Otherwise, they would have stayed the fuck inside. Now they have to deal with, uh, with the uh, consequences and the fact that they've potentially killed a bunch of people in the process of getting fucked up together. Which could have fucking waited until after the pandemic, you asshats. Major fuck-up move, in my opinion. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks that. I really hope this scare they're having gives them time to reflect on how selfish they've been. There was no need to go out and do this. Like, like how there was no need for me to tell username Flying Dildo on GTA Online that I hope his family dies in a fire while I was in a rage. It was, un it was so unnecessary. So, <clears throat> I want to say to Flying Dildo, but it was spelled wrong. Because, you know, Dildo wouldn't be okay to, to have in your username. They would ban you. It was like Flying Dildo, but flying dildo it's spelled wrong you you know who you are um <clears throat> i'm making this public apology to you and your family um i don't know you outside of that game and i don't hope your family dies in a fire i'm sorry for what i said to you and hope your family is safe and happy and that there are no fires for them in the future i only I only killed you the first time because you had a bounty. I needed the money, and I was feeling trigger-happy. You did not have to double-team me with your friend for an hour straight, preventing me from even quitting the session because you kept killing me within seconds of respawning. I was trying to get some anger out by playing GTA because I've been really upset about the recent loss I've been dealing with, and then that just kept making me even angrier to the point of absolute rage when they kept killing me, and I said some mean shit I shouldn't have said to you, I, I shouldn't have brought your family into the conversation, no disrespect to them or to you, it's just a game, and I'm sorry for treating it like more than that, I hope someday, at some point, somehow, you find this podcast and go, oh shit, that's the guy I kept killing that had the, the mental breakdown on GTA Online the other night, and accept my apology. Again, I don't hope your family dies in a fire. 
I was just really angry and upset about a lot of things. I, I wish you and your family the best. Flying Dildo. <sighs> I, I get really angry playing these video games sometimes, mostly with GTA, because there, there are so many different ways to troll people or get trolled. And it's always fun being the guy doing the trolling, but once you're the victim, it's extremely frustrating because a lot of the time there's not much you can do to fight back unless you're just that skilled. And all these guys use keyboard and mouse. I'm on controllers so they have better accuracy and speed and I'm automatically fucked unless I figure out how to adjust the controls properly. And the reason I'm such an asshole in GTA, though, is because it's the one place where it's okay for me to act on all of the bubbling rage I have inside of me from my upbringing and trauma and all of that stupid shit. But, like, if I go around axe-murdering people that look like my high school bully, it's completely okay because it's a video game and no one is actually getting hurt. If I, uh, if I want to be the bully, though, for once in my life, then that game lets me do it. It gives me some sort of control over other people in a way other people had control over me and sabotaged me. But when I do this, the consequences for everyone are minimal. And if someone is really sick of me being around, they can either kick me from the game or join a different session. So it's not like real life where the misery never ends. I play GTA like a complete psychopath. <laughs> I talk about how I play the game. Um, I talk about it with my therapist. And he says, as long as it's just a game, then it's a good way for me to get my directionless rage channeled into something that doesn't actually hurt anyone. And it's extremely fantastical, like using heat-seeking missiles from a flying car on a carnival or something. I actually recently won the Psycho Killer Award in the game just from murdering so many di different players in different ways. Like, I can't wait to go back into the game again and keep fucking people up, but... I have to remember to not tell people terrible things like I did the other night. I was just really angry on Tuesday because of the, the recent loss, like I said, and my other friends being idiots and getting COVID and spreading COVID. And, you know, it was just a toxic combination of things. And, and I'm sorry. I am sorry to everyone involved. <clears throat> I can be mean, but we know that. If you've listened to this podcast more than once, you know I can be kind of terrible, kind of part part of the show. Um, there's there's not much I can do about it. If you want to try to cancel me, then fine. But I'm not going to apologize for anything I said other than what I said to Flying Dildo the other night. That's That's it. That's really it. I do have, um, so on a different note, <laughs> on a different note, I do have an interesting announcement just off the bat here. I have a song coming out under my new record label, Beige Records. The song is called Korean Samba, and it will be out on February 12th, so get ready for that song. Um, right now it's only available on the app Loom, but if you've listened to this show before, then you know how I feel about that app. Loom is a music social network 
Trying not to get too excited about saying that. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Trying to be a better, better SoundCloud, allowing artists and fans an easier way to connect. They market themselves as a way to expose your music as an unsigned artist, and they're supposed to be all about supporting the underdogs, but of course, they aren't what they advertise. They really left a bad taste in my mouth after the whole Neo business where they paid that washed-up singer millions of dollars to essentially promote his, uh, new-at-the-time really shitty song. So this app that's all about the unsigned artists starts endlessly promoting Neo's shitty song and holds a competition for the best remix of Neo's shitty song. And people were suckers for it. They played along with the fucking game. No one gained anything from this at all though the person who won the competition in the end was neo and the person but the per actual person who won the competition the remix what did he get other than prize money where is he right now i don't know like i let me let me look this up let me see yeah the winner <coughs> i just checked um like 200 followers on twitter he got nothing out of this. Nothing. Nothing. Like, where, where is he right now? I, like, I, I don't know. But more importantly, more importantly, where is Neo? Dude hasn't had any activity on Loom since, like, November of 2020. I thought he truly saw a lot of potential in the app and was going to connect with us regular artists like he claimed to be doing. People are able to donate to him, a multi-millionaire artist, recording artist, on the app, and he's making bank from it. The executive from the app told me in direct messages that Neo would be putting that money back into the app and putting it towards, paying it towards creators, other creators, underdogs, unsigned artists, undiscovered people. But like I said, he hasn't been on the app since November. I doubt he even has the app on his phone. He ran off with the bag, and all he left us with was broken promises. I don't know who to, who to blame, Neo or Loom, for thinking that was even a decent idea. Neo has literally done nothing for the app. He doesn't promote it, he doesn't promote smaller artists, and he was mostly using it to promote his own shit, taking away the opportunities for smaller musicians to capitalize on their work properly. That's what this app was supposed to be about, right? Well, it's not. It's not cool, man. Not a good app. <clears throat> and I maybe use it now once a month at most. I, I don't release new music on there, and I don't think it's even worth it for me to ever release any music on there ever again. Like, it, it's, it's a waste of time. Everyone on there is just selfish and toxic anyways. That community is a bunch of unstable narcissists. And I'm saying this as one of those types of people, except, except, I actually listen to everyone else's music and comment on it and give my opinion and promote it and do all that shit and participate in the way things are supposed to go. Nobody else does. They're all in it for themselves. They just post their shit and run and then wait for the notifications to come in. What the hell? The vibes are no good. And 
people will ask you to donate to them just for the sake of them getting something because they're they're petty vultures like i haven't even listened to your music yet you didn't even ask me to listen to your music you're just pandering in the dms begging for money for doing nothing i don't even i don't i don't know you like i don't know you at all literally fuck off with that bullshit everyone on there thinks they're so important when it's like dude Nobody knows who the fuck you are outside of this app. Everyone in here is in some fantasy land where nothing makes sense and everybody is pretending to be some celebrity. When it's like, no, man, you're just like me, living in an apartment, recording into a USB microphone from a MacBook Air. You aren't hot shit, okay? Put out the music, tell me to listen to it, and shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't need all this, we out here changing the game bullshit posts like that. You're literally sitting on a beanbag chair in your basement, buying a $40 beat online and recording in a garage band. How is that changing the game? Please tell me how that's changing the game. There's people on there complaining and, and bitching that they aren't verified on their, on their Loom profile. But Loom was only verifying artists that they were paying to be on there. Industry plants whose numbers were being inflated by the company in order to give the illusion that you can actually make it on the app. When you look up those verified artists on Twitter or Instagram or other apps that actually matter, not only are they not verified, but they have like 700 followers at most. Now, I'm me. I have a thousand followers on Loom, or one point six thousand. Um, I'm unverified on everything, but I have seven thousand followers on Twitter with decent engagement and a good amount of exposure. I I don't even consider myself a public figure or an influencer or anything like that. Even though I'm doing brand deals now, I don't think it's enough to think highly I don't, I don't think it's enough to think highly enough of myself where I start inflating my image on an app like Loom pretending to be on Drake's level or something when I'm really just I'm just me and the other okay and then the other problem with Loom and I've talked about this before is that there are zero fans on there because no one needs another music app as a consumer. We have too many already, and SoundCloud is already pretty established as a free mu indie music platform. I don't see, like, I don't see Loom lasting for very long. One of the times I was debating one of the executives about the Neo issue and how he's taking away exposure from the little guy, he tried to put the responsibility onto me by saying, I needed to bring my listeners over to Loom for him. And at the time, I was like, oh, okay, I guess. And then I tried bringing people over. I talked to my friends about it. I tweeted about the app multiple times. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted it. People I know actually said to me, I don't need another music app. So I've done my part. I did my best here to work for you, Loom. What are you doing for me? I go on a Loom rant probably every, every few months. It's Coming up right now because I was on there last night and it was just making me angry. And I won an award for reaching 600 plays on a certain song and I didn't give a shit. 
no one cares. Everyone is just there to promote their own shit, and that's it. That business model of artists promoting their shit to other artists who are promoting their own shit is not built to last. They just introduced this new part of the platform called the Exchange, though, where you can offer your skills or services to other musicians or find people who offer those services to help you with a music project or collaborate, and it's a cool idea. It's the one useful thing that might actually help artists, not with promotion, but with finishing projects and improving quality of said projects through the collaborations that are made. So if this becomes something that a lot of people see potential in, that's one way that regular artists will be able to capitalize on it, finally. I, I don't really think I'm going to use that service, though, because I know all of the people on that app, and I really don't want to work with most of them. There are some exceptions. There's some really talented people on there who aren't dicks, who are pretend, aren't dicks pretending to be big shots. But there's, like, a lot more dicks than there are not. And, listen, artists definitely need a platform that allows them to reach new listeners. Right now, it's really difficult to do that. There's no venues for anyone to perform in. <clears throat> you need to have a record deal to get any sort of good promotion without spending a ton of money in the process yourself. Spotify involves... Like, getting any Spotify traction involves being placed into popular playlists so that people can discover you. That also costs money, unless you have really good connections. SoundCloud is a mixed bag. Post Malone was discovered on there overnight, but now SoundCloud's become super saturated with huge stars, but also shitty iPhone headphone rappers with minimal garage band knowledge. It's easy for someone's work to get lost in all of that. So. Then if Loom isn't a good enough option to get people's music out there, then what do you do? That's the million-dollar question that I'm trying to figure out because I've tried everything over the years. I've been putting music out, like, bit by bit, though, <clears throat> not consistently, since 2012. And so, I, yeah, I've tried everything, and... That's how I know that these platforms are difficult to get noticed on unless you have a lot of finance, like a lot of people investing in for promotion. But with this new record deal, they take care of the promotion for me, which takes a lot of the financial burden away and allows me to commit to the actual part of uh, being an artist. The artist part. I don't have to pander and beg on Loom for other artists to possibly listen to my music, but ne like, but never actually anything past that. So, this is cool. Fuck Loom. I'm probably going to delete the app today just because it's unnecessary and all it does is take up space. But hopefully, I'll learn the secrets to the music industry in the coming months. We'll see. I think we're going to uh, have some musicians on the show soon just to talk about life in general, but also touch on their work. I don't want to be just, I don't want to just be interviewing people like I'm Oprah or something. I enjoy having natural conversations where things come out about the guests that way. So there's some cool projects that are to come from all of this news, and I'm excited for what 
what it all means, you know? So, yeah, that's what's going on in my life. Before we go any further, I'm just going to do, um, remember in the beginning of this podcast back in, oh, I don't know, last winter, um, when I used to do this segment, Hits for Jesus, where I would just smoke weed into the mic and you would hear like the lighter and the crackling and I'd be like, oh, so here's what we're going to talk about. <sighs> yeah, um, we're bringing that back. Right now, we're bringing it back. Um, instead of uh, well, are we still calling it hits for Jesus? I gotta think about this. Yeah, yeah, let's piss off the church. <laughs> I'm evil, but yeah, hits for Jesus. Uh, vape hits though. Um, because I'm using my medical medical cannabis right now. Um, I got that. So let's get ready. Take a take a massive, massive vape pit for Jesus and get nice nice and baked for the rest of this podcast so that I'm not angry anymore. Because, you know, that's why I I uh that's why I have this. I have PTSD, I'm too I'm too angry all the time. And and you know, uh smoking a little cannabis. Makes me uh makes me feel better. So here we go. Let's take a massive hit for Jesus. Because that is what he would have wanted. They don't tell you that in church. Or sorry, I put the the what is it, the emphasis in the wrong part. They don't tell you that in church. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's better. That's better. Ready? Sometimes if you do an ohm while you exhale, exhale the uh, medical cannabis, you feel pretty good. It's like ohm, and your whole face is like vibrating. <laughs> you ever have that feeling when like your whole face is like vibrating, man? I have this friend who got stoned once, and he turned to his other friend, and he's like, dude, dude, the ground is breathing. And the grass is waving, man. I hope he's still alive. I worry about these people. But speaking of news, <laughs> speaking of news, because we were talking about that before, we should probably talk about some of that today. So uh, the Republicans are looking extra stupid this week. They want Trump to run again in 2024 because apparently there wasn't enough shit that happened from 2017 to 2021. It's looking like the Senate Republicans are going to most likely vote against impeaching and convicting Trump, so we're not getting him into any trouble, and I guess that fucker's going to get away with all of the fucked up shit that he did. I didn't even realize that he banned trans people from being in the military during his time in office. That was an unnecessary and blatantly evil thing to do. If someone is 
willing to die for the country, then why does it matter the gender that they, they identify as? I don't see how that is connected to anything. It just seems like a bunch of rich old white men don't like something that they don't understand so some or something that, that makes them uncomfortable and they need to oppress it since that's what old rich white men are so good at doing. In other news about the government, and I guess back to impeachment, we have a lot of Senate Republicans making a case for protecting Donald Trump from this impeachment, including our favorite fucking person, Ted Cruz, who can apparently only read at a picture book level as seen in his filibuster from 2013 and is too pussy to stand up for his wife because fuck Ted Cruz and his stupid fucking face. That dude should get swirlies in the Capitol bathroom from Chuck Schumer while Cory Booker holds him down. So anyways, I thought we would take a look at what kind of bullshit Ted Cruz is spouting out while he has Trump's fist right up his asshole. So let's do that. Alright, we got our boy. <clears throat> our boy here. Sean Hannity. <laughs> Fuck Sean Hannity, man. My, um, I have family that, that watches way too much of him. And it's really damaged our relationship. Sean Hannity, you've ruined my relationship with family members. So let's see what he has to say. Um, you know, just let's just do it. Is leading a group of Republicans who are proposing a two-term limit for senators and three-term limit for House members. As by the way, that comes as Senator Cruz was attacked by actor Seth. Oh my God! Wait, this isn't even on Fox News's channel. Ted Cruz screen cap himself. His appearance on Fox News, that's why it sounds so bad, because Ted Cruz did the screen cap and then posted it to his own YouTube channel. Senator Ted Cruz, fuck you, Senator Ted Cruz. Here, let's go. Ted Cruz slams rich Seth Rogen after actor calls him a fascist and spat over Biden's Paris climate pledge. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy Boy and Seth Rogen got into a big spat. Seth Rogen. Who's he kidding on Twitter and repeatedly calling kidding? him a fascist and numerous profanity laced tweets as if anyone gives a rip. Senator Ted Cruz joins us now for reaction. Uh, Senator, who cares? Badge of honor. Congratulations. Um, I got to give you a lot of credit. Now, it's amazing that all you and Josh Hawley were asking was for an audit. The guy that carried the impeachment papers leading the effort challenge the 2016 election did they not realize their pure hypocrisy on display here you are senator fake news. you are fake well news. sean it's great to be with you this evening uh you were right that the democrats are demonstrating a lot of hypocrisy right now they're demonstrating anger and rage you know last week why the fuck you lying why you always lying I was sitting uh, out on uh, out of the back of the Capitol, and, and I listened to Joe Biden give his inauguration speech. And I actually thought it was a good speech. I was glad to hear him make a call for unity to say the country should come together. But unfortunately, congressional Democrats apparently weren't listening to a word he said, because the very first step they took after hearing an impassioned plea for unity 
is to charge down the road of a partisan, divisive, angry impeachment trial. Well, here, here's the deal, Teddy boy. Um, <clears throat> Teddy boy is sticking up for fascists here. Um, Democrats want to impeach this man not because they're just angry for no reason. They're angry because the dude started an insurrection, or as Chuck Schumer calls it, an erection. They, they stormed the Capitol in an erection, in an insurrection. Sorry. And you're sticking up for the guy and trying to make it. You're trying, what are you trying to gaslight people? Like, oh, the Democrats are, they're, they're being too emotional about this. The dude literally got people, his supporters, to walk to the Capitol, storm it, break in, kill a bunch of people, hurt cops, try to kill senators and congress people or whatever the fuck was meeting that day and and that that you're gonna sorry i'm stuttering uh, you're, you're gonna support this you're gonna go after the democrats after you've already just been schooled multiple times in the last couple of weeks people have just lampooned on you for being an absolute idiot and that's all just gone in one ear and out the other? And this is not driven by the needs of the country. This is not driven by trying to help out the people who are hurting back home. This is driven really by the partisan rage and the partisan anger the Democrats feel. They hate Donald J. Trump, and, and, and they're engaging in an, an act that I think is petty. I think it is retribution. I think it is vindictive, and I think it's a waste of time. And, and, and so to coin a phrase, I think it's time to move on. It's time to move on and focus on helping people get back to work, helping people beat this global pandemic, bringing America back to where we should be, not these partisan games the Democrats are playing. All right, impeachment is over. There's no way 45 senators that say it's unconstitutional could turn around and say, oh, okay. But there's important principles in play here. Why would people legitimize, validate the House's snap impeachment? One. Number two, if we're, gonna, if we're not going to, uh, if we're now going to use that standard, let's apply it to Schumer, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Maxine Waters, and Nancy Pelosi. Let's start there. Thirdly, there is something that's called the Constitution. Never mind, there was no due process, no investigation, no defense, no opportunity. Now we're learning that a lot of this apparently, according to court documents, Washington Post, fake news, CNN, was pre-planned, Senator. Well, don't we need the equivalent news. of a 9-11 report to make sure this never happens again, ever, ever, ever? You are fake news. Well, let, let me take those one at a time. Uh, you are right that what the House did in this so-called impeachment doesn't meet the constitutional standard. They didn't pretend to follow due process. They didn't have hearings. They didn't pretend to look at any facts or any evidence. This was an exercise of political rage. It, it, it was their id speaking. Oh, their, their id was speaking. I, I see, I know philosophy. I, I studied the id and the whatever the fuck they are. I'm a, I'm a smart man. That's, that's why I'm on Sean Hannity and not on, you know, some... Some other channel that that uh, probably doesn't want to have me on because I'm 
That's all, folks. He reminds me of a fucking Looney Tunes character. I hate him so much. Look at him. Have you have you seen that meme that's like him with his stupid Wolverine beard and it's like Ted Cruz is Wolverine, but like instead of adamantium claws coming out, he has retractable flaccid penises that come out. It's Ted Cruz. Picture that. That's that's his theme song. And the rest of the X Men. And then Ted Cruz comes. They hate Donald Trump. For anyone who hadn't been paying attention, they made it very, very clear. And look, these are the same. Donald Trump literally, literally caused domestic terror to happen. Did you, did you forget about the thing that you've been backing? The thing that you helped make happen? Is that why you're doubling down? This seems like a double down, Ted. Are you a double down? You doubling down? What the hell's going on, man? What's going on? Are you dumb? And like, a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. <gasps> yeah, that's what I have to say. Okay, anyways. Two hours later. Democrats who four years ago in 2017, actually, in December oh, of 2016, well, before... Boy, has that's some acid reflux. I know, GERD, when I see it, Ted. Trump was sworn in, said they wanted to impeach him. They've wanted to impeach him from the beginning. They did yeah. it a year ago. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah, I'm kind of no trapped shit. in Groundhog Day, no where shit. apparently every January we're going to be doing another impeachment. So I guess next year... Yeah, if every January he keeps doing something wrong, what's he going to say? Well, so I guess next year we're going to be impeaching him again. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it'll be the impeachment of Jimmy Carter or the impeachment oh, of... Oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. Oh, maybe we'll impeach Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I'm so fucking funny. I'm Ted Cruz and, I'm, and my wife doesn't sleep with me anymore because I didn't stand up for her to Donald Trump. But, but at least I get to suck Donald off every now and then. His orange cum gets in my beard. Bill Clinton or the impeachment of Barack Obama, because that's what we do in January's. But this was not driven by facts. It was not driven by the evidence. It was driven instead by extreme partisanship. And, and I don't think that's what the American people want. Anyone who looks at the November... I think everybody wants Donald Trump to not be president again. And this is the way to do it. Because there's plenty of Republicans who thought that shit at the Capitol was... Not okay. So I don't know what this dude's talking about. He's not even mentioning the insurrection. He's not. He's full of shit. Oh, people are, they're, Democrats are just, they're just angry. They're just full of rage. They're just so full of rage. And it's scary. I'm scared. I'm, I'm so scared of these nerdy, geeky Democrats. Seriously, have you seen the Democrats? Nothing to be afraid of. They're they're just geeks. Smart geeks. You guys are dumb geeks. Look at Ted. Election, it was not a mandate for the left to go crazy hard and extreme 
And and the problem, Sean, right now, the people driving the train. Crazy, hard, and extreme, says the guy who wants to control whether or not women can get abortions. I think that's hilarious, Ted. I'm laughing so hard. Ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha Hey, Ted. It's Mickey Mouse. I'm gonna fucking... Fucking fuck you up, man. You can't come to Disney World ever again, Ted. You, if I see you at Star Wars Land, come, come next year or whatever, next season, I'm gonna fucking stick a lightsaber up there, up your pee hole. You even have one. Train in the Joe Biden administration and the Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's uh, Congress are the extreme left. The first week in office, what has Joe Biden done? He signed an executive order ending the Keystone Pipeline, destroying Hell yeah. 11,000 jobs, Hell yeah. 8,000 union jobs. With Sorry. The stroke of a pen, he said, your jobs don't matter. What else My bad, bro. have they done? I'll tell you this first week, it has oh. been quite dismaying oh, yeah. seeing Biden nominee after Biden nominee get cozy with China. Explain how I've asked multiple nominees. Will you commit? Oh, yeah. Tell me more. To maintaining the entities list that sanctions com uh, companies in China that are using their technology to repress and oppress one million Uyghurs to commit horrific human rights violations, and, and not a single one of those Biden nominees. What, are we just going to not talk to China? We have to talk to everybody. We're just going to, what, what, how are we supposed to treat the Chinese? Ted, do you have a problem with Asian people? Because I'm sensing that you do. I'm, I'm sensing you're somebody that has, has you, you probably think that every Asian American person that you meet is going to have subtitles underneath them when they talk, right? Are you that type of guy? Because that, that's, the, that's the type of vibe I'm getting here. You're so, so up, your, up your ass about China here. All you guys, oh, he's getting cozy with China. They kind of have all the stuff, dude. Have you not noticed that? They have all their shit. They have the rare earth metals. They have, you know, a lot of shit that we trade for with them. We, we give them a lot of shit. We give them our, our cycling, right? Or do we not do that program anymore? We used to give China all of our recycling for them to process. Um our plastics we need that relationship we need a relationship with china you can disagree with the way they run their government and i do too like this shit that's going on with them chinese government is fucking scary man but we can't treat the whole country like an enemy like i said like they got they got all the stuff that we need what we're gonna just not get that what do we make Shitty cars. What do we make in America? Like, Etsy stuff? I'm not bagging on Etsy stuff, but, like, that's it. We need China. Unfortunately, we need China. I hate to tell you, but we need to establish a decent relationship with these countries. Will make that commitment. I think they are preparing to get in bed with China, and and that's an extreme agenda. That's not what the American people want. 
Senator, we got by, you know, you know, with the stroke of a pen and executive fiat, we got, let's see, we're back in the climate, Paris Climate Agreement where, oh, China is a developing China. nation. We're not. Uh, then, of course, we got, uh, you know, the end of the Keystone uh, XL pipeline. Now the wall yeah. building is going to stop. Hell yeah. Uh, entire industries wiped out with that stroke of a pen, Senator. Entire industries yep. interviewed a guy. The fun. Yeah, well, you know, anybody working on a wall that is being built to um, anybody voluntarily working on a wall, building a wall that is uh, meant to keep out Mexicans. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, but I don't care if you lost your job. Listen, I lost my job a while ago. Budget cuts, man. Shit happens. Thought I was going to be an IT technician forever. It turns out it was the greatest thing ever getting laid off. But you know, like we, you're gonna if you're building a wall to oppress minorities, people of color, you're most likely, most likely down the road going to lose your job. I, I just, it's not going to go well for you because oppression, no bueno. Okay, no bueno. I last night got into more detail on radio today. He's got three kids. Uh, they're making over a hundred grand a year. Uh, where's he going to replace that job with 11 million plus uh, uh, Americans getting amnesty during the middle of a pandemic? How's he going to replace that hundred thousand dollar a year job? Sean, you're exactly right. What the Democrats are making clear is that today's Democratic Party is the party of Hollywood celebrities. It's, it's the party of big tech billionaires. It's the party of- oh, big, big tech kind of runs everything. I know you guys probably live uh, in Amish country at your homes and you would never, never put like a, a damn Amazon Echo or any of those terrible smart home. What's so smart about it? Like I guarantee you that he is that guy. He is that guy. So he talks shit about big tech. You need big tech, Ted Cruz. You need it. It's the future, dude. Boomer, you wanna you wanna be stuck in fucking Rolodexes and in dial-up forever? No. We all we all have smartphones. We all we all have social media. Why are you shitting on big tech? It should be a big part of this country. It is. So it should be acknowledged as such. And celebrities? Yeah, the Democrats have all the, all the cool people. Because all the cool people know that Democrats are, are good people. <laughs> overall, overall, Democrats are decent. Not all of them. You know, some, some are questionable. Looking at you, Bill Clinton. I like you, but, uh, something... Uh, there's something, man. There's got to be something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the, the uh, Lewinsky thing. The fucking Lewinsky scandal. I forgot. I was like, what did he do? He did something. Yeah, he got his dick sucked in the Oval Office. Whatever. Well, that, that's not that bad. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Whatever. Hi, I'm Joe Exotic formerly known as Tiger King. 
and I definitely haven't done anything weird with children. You may have thought I was gone, but this is only the beginning. I'm back, and better than ever, with my new state-of-the-art animal park, Joe Exotics Non-Exotic Domestic Pet Place. All animals, all the time. Over there, we got the garden snakes and the little pet store turtles. Those guys are pretty cool. We may not legally be allowed to have a tiger, but I done adopted this here cat that has stripes, so that, that's pretty damn close. You can't pet them, though. We, we can't afford to get the rabies shots. And if that's not wild enough for you, check out our ferocious gerbil habitat, where you can pet them, hug them, put them in your ass, whatever it is that you want to do with gerbil, just... Yeah, I don't care. I, I end up shooting them anyways. Gotta have target practice somehow. <laughs> now, we wanted to get wolves, but the state threatened to put me back in jail. So I just went and got this here chihuahua named Nacho. Isn't that right, Nacho? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a crazy little guy. We had a couple pigeons since I lost my falconry license, but... Little stripes over here, you motherfucker! Broke all the, their necks and ate them like they were a Thanksgiving dinner for one. So help me God, stripes. Do you want to end up in that ditch like Mr. Whiskers? Yeah, I didn't think so, little bitch. You thought my life couldn't get any wilder. Well, we're bringing back Joe Exotic TV. And I'm going to be streaming Fortnite with the bros from my shed out back. So go ahead and subscribe, leave a donation. We have to do our duty to get that victory royale over that evil frog witch, Carol Baskin. Who, by the way, totally killed her husband and fed him to the tigers out there. I have proof, I guarantee it. I got it off Craigslist, so it must be true. That's where I get all my boyfriends. So come on down and bring your kids or, or your nephew or even your whole middle school, but, but just the boys, though. To Joe Exotic's non-exotic domesticated pet place. Tickets are $499 per person. Kids get in free. Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. ...of the incredibly wealthy coastal elites. But if you're actually a working person in this country, if you're a union member, if you're blue collar, if you've got calluses on your hands, if you're a cop or a firefighter or a waiter or a waitress or a construction worker, this Democratic Party doesn't care about you. And there's an not irony. True. I mean, I mean, that it wasn't too long true. ago. You and I are both old enough to... Re Senator, that is a false statement. I'm sorry. Remember when the Democratic Party was the party of FDR, where union members considered, considered FDR our president? 
But today's Democratic Party has said they don't care about your jobs. And in fact, the defense of the extreme left, let's take Keystone Pipeline. 11,000 jobs eliminated. Well, it's not that they don't care about the jobs. It's they care about the environment. And you guys are the ones who don't care about sustainability or about the environment, about, you know, ensuring that for generations to come, there will be an earth for people to be born unto. You get what I'm saying? You're all about saving the babies, Ted, so you should be all about saving the environment. We don't need another pipeline. We don't. Yeah, that's going to get rid of some jobs, but what we should be working on then is taking those displaced people and finding them new jobs where they can still use similar, the same skills or develop new ones to have a career that is more related to sustainability. Everybody has to change things about their lives here. It's not a radical way of thinking. It's logical. It's the way things should be if we want to continue as a human race, as a country, as whatever. 8,000 union jobs. Here's what the left says and the media says. Well, those were just temporary jobs, so they don't matter. Those were construction jobs, and construction jobs matter, and we ought to be fighting for jobs in this country. We ought to be defending the ability of families to provide for themselves. You know, I, I've always said term limits. Okay, so he's just kind of, he's just kind of all over the place. We're not going to, we're not going to listen to him run his fucking mouth anymore because it's just a bunch of. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? That's, that's Ted Cruz right now. Full of shit. He's full of shit. He tries to spin this. Like, oh, we care about the jobs, about the people. We really care about the people. Democrats don't care about your jobs. They care about your jobs. They also care about saving lives. You ever heard of that, Ted? Do you not care about that? I thought you did. When it comes to unborn fetuses, you care for some reason about saving lives. So I don't, I don't get what your deal is. Ted Cruz. You are fake news. Yes. Thank you, Donald. You're correct. You're very, very correct. What do we say to, what do we say to Ted? And we say bye-bye. 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 We say bye-bye. So, yeah. Anyways, fuck that guy. He's wrong. We went over why he's wrong. He's just spinning things. Ted Cruz tires me out. And then, then you got this Mar Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene, the QAnon-supporting congresswoman who... fucking horse-face-looking bitch. Loves her guns just as bad as Lauren Boebert. And she's in the news for... She's harassing a Parkland shooting victim for lobbying for gun control laws. So we can, we can take a look at this nut job and see what's going on with her as well as her history in general, just a little bit, um, do that here, let me, let me get YouTube up, so Marjorie, where's her harassing,
Alright, I'm looking it up. Oh, she got temporarily suspended? Oh, for 12 hours. Damn. I can't find the video. What the hell? Where's the video? Okay, so I can't find the video. It's not on YouTube. I don't know why. But she's, like, harassing one of the victims of the Parkland shooting. One of the survivors. And, uh... Because she likes her guns, and she wants to continue to have them with no gun control at all whatsoever. Which, you know, the, the, the discussion... The, the discussion about gun control, that could be a whole episode. And I, I don't even want to go down that road, because... I know, I know plenty of people who like their guns, and I don't want to upset them today. Um, I just don't. I don't feel like that is necessary right now. Because, like, listen, I've shot guns before at shooting ranges, and it's enjoyable, yeah. Um, but not everyone should be allowed to use guns all the time. You know, like that, that should not really be that big of an argument like that. That shouldn't be that big of an issue. Not everyone should have a gun, not and guns shouldn't be able to be used all the time. And not every single type of gun should be allowed. Like that's, that's it. That's not really asking much. Like I'm not saying no guns at all. I'm saying, like, can we, like, can we, like, tone it down a little? Can we, like, have regulations? Because we have regulations on plenty of things in this country. Once you start talking about literal killing machines and people get a little, little bit moody, a little testy, bitchy, triggered, if you will. Wait, let me try that again. Testy, triggered, if you will. Yes, I finally got to use that. And, and, you know, the, then you have these people like Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor Green and, and whoever over, just trying to stir the pot. And, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, people like this, people like this are just, they're a problem. They're a big problem. And they should not be lawmakers. They should not be allowed to be lawmakers. They're not sane. And. Yeah, they're not sane. <laughs> and uh, speaking of insane. I've been putting this one off for a little bit. I wanted to allow for the situation to simmer down a little. So we could let more information come out. And I'm, I'm talking, of course, about ar the Army Hammer direct messages. If you've followed this show for the past year, you know from our browsing of the gossip blogs that Army Hammer has some very harmful and horrifying kinks. I try not to kink shame, but if your kink is cannibalism and some American psycho shit, then I think that's more of an issue than it is a kink. The gossip blog Crazy Days and Nights has talked about him very often, so... We've known the dude was off, but these messages reveal so much more. 
and and then there's his Insta account where he's talking about taking DMT and how it doesn't show up on drug tests, so that way he's able to see his kid even after taking DMT. So the dude is definitely on some type of bender. And on his Finsta, he's got these pictures or videos of this girl on all fours on the bed with a spanked ass. And it's like, dude, why are you putting these things online? Don't you know people will find you even if it's your Finsta? They'll be like, oh shit, isn't that Army Hammer? Because his fucking face is in some of these pictures. I don't get it, man. I really don't. And then to have all of these messages with women about cutting them up and eating their brains and fucking their brains and all this shit. Dude, that stuff is forever. I don't know if you, you realize that, Army. There, there are these things called screenshots, and people take them often. Now those screenshots of your messages are up on the internet forever because it was all on record. It was on record the second you sent that shit. You know, I guess the divorce life is really starting to get to army or something. But I've also heard um, he's always been weird, which, hey, man, I'm weird, but I'm not, I want to cut you into pieces and eat the pieces, and I don't want to rip out your heart. Crazy. You know? He goes on about how he ate a beating heart out of a deer once, and like, holy shit, dude, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is serial killer shit. And this dude is, like, he's rich and famous. He's got some type of power in society, and he's out here just telling random girls he wants to eat them. So, should we look at some of those DMs? I guess. We can look at a couple. Okay, so these are, these are the ones that everyone is clowning on. Um, it's just, like, him messaging this girl. Oh my god, that just made me so hard, and it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard. Thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. That's fucking scary as fuck. I want to eat you. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 I'm 100% a cannibal. You want to play a game? We're going to have a little cookout. What else did he say? You just live to obey and be my slave. I will own you. That's my soul, my brain, my spirit, my body. Would you come and be my property till you die? If I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession? What? I'd chase you down and pounce on you so fast if you tried to walk away. Fuck, you'll need something strong to hold me back from you. That, what? What? Um. Oh my god, these are... I wanted to fuck you so badly, but also knew how badly I'd feel afterward. I was torn. Oh god. Army, hammer. When is this from? Ah. Uh, oh boy. 
every time I have fucking someone in the ass since you, the only way I can come is if I pretend I'm fucking here. It's incredibly frustrating. I don't know. What? Wait, wait. You were the most intense and extreme version of that I've ever seen. What? He was... Uh, R-wording you on the... Uh, yeah, uh, the, the R-word for sexual assault. I don't like that word. R-ing you on the floor with a knife against you. Everything else seemed boring. You crying and screaming. Me standing over you. I felt like a god. I've ne Oh, god. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Holy shit. I've never felt such power or intensity. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. I have, I have the, um, I have the best, uh, soundbite for this. For this army hammer shit. Yeah, that's the army hammer situation. <laughs> so that's, um, that's really, really weird. And I hope those women are okay. And, um, I did not realize they got that bad. I did not realize that they got that bad. Jesus. So that dude is uh, probably going to be investigated at some point. Like, and he should not be allowed to see his kid. He really shouldn't. If he's taking DMT on the reg, like, no, this dude, he's not okay. He's got issues. He needs help. He shouldn't be allowed to see his kid. That, 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 after seeing this, no. Nope. Absolutely not. That's a, that's going to be enough from me, dog. And then there's this other fucking celebrity, Hillary Baldwin from Boston. And I say that because this bitch Hillary, because um, that's her real name, has been going around pretending to be Spanish for years to try and seem like she's exotic or something. But it turns out her parents and all their parents and the parents before that, all they've all lived in the United States for many generations, possibly since the birth of the country, yet she's faking an accent, she's pretending that she's from Spain, when she grew up in fucking Boston, and she's a total clout chaser married to Alec Baldwin, who I try to do an impression of sometimes, and it's not really that great. I'm Alec Baldwin, and I was the conductor in that Thomas the Tank Engine movie. Stop making fun of Hilaria. If she wants to pretend to be Spanish, then that's not your fucking business, because I'm Alec Baldwin. And I'm perfect and awesome. And I can do whatever I want. I beat up paparazzi once because I was annoyed. And he was in my line of sight. No one gets in Alec Baldwin's line of sight. Because I'm Alec Baldwin. And I'm fucking awesome. I don't know. But I have no problem with Alec Baldwin. And if he has a problem with me after this, then dude, dude, talk to your wife. She's the, 
she's the one literally pretending to be a race that she's not. Even full on faking an accent, that's not normal. It's not okay and it's extremely offensive to actual Spanish people who aren't really just white people from Boston. I knew that celebrities were phonies, but holy shit, I did not realize they would go to such horrible lengths just to be seen as exotic or something. Like, should I just start speaking with an Australian accent just because I think it will make me more more likable by the public? No, that's fucked up. That's some sociopathic shit. And now she just looks like a complete fool here. Just a, just a complete fool. Like, what... I don't like Wikipedia even has now updated her um her page saying that she's a white American, so it's official. She's full of shit. What do you do now? Like do you do you continue trying to own the accent even though you 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 and everyone else know the jig is up? Or do you use your real voice now and act like nothing nothing has changed? Like there was never any um any accent. What are you talking about? It's like if um, Melania Trump was actually named Melanie from South Carolina and spoke perfect, like, Southern English. Like, dude, if you aren't actually Spanish, don't pretend to be Spanish for your own personal gain. That's a pretty simple rule to follow. It's so crazy what middle-aged white women will do to make themselves feel good about themselves. And speaking of middle-aged white ladies who will do anything to make themselves feel good about themselves, it's time for the newest installment of something we do here every episode, the Karen Report. I'm gonna make a soundboard theme song for the Karen Report very soon. I have some work to do on making this show even sleeker. Um, but let's get into it. Let, what, uh, let's see what kind of danger... I keep stuttering. Let's see what kind of dangers to the public that these people are causing. That's what I was trying to say. Going to the Karens of America. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Welcome back to Public Freakout Videos. Now, tonight on Public Freakout Videos, we will be watching Karens get owned. He's signed up for you guys tonight. Leave her shopping, otherwise, she would kill the woman's in a road. For a cart? Yes. I'm not lazy. I'm in a hurry. Everybody puts their carts everywhere here. Okay, this is like that's an old one. I I know that one. So where? Give me give me some new Karens here. I want to see some new new. You know, is this a new new situation? As he approaches the woman. No, that's not new. Damn. Let's go. Very much. Please bring the police down here. Please. Yes. Get over yourself. Call my son-in-law, will you? Yep. Can you get yep. over yourself. Yep. Call my son-in-law over here. Yep. What the f are these people doing? Look at these people. Look, take your picture. Do you think pictures I'm taking are video. Scary? I'm putting this on YouTube. Go for it. I'm putting this on yes, YouTube. Please, so other assholes understand we don't f around. What happened? <laughs> you guys are gonna be famous. All the more better. For what me. are your names again? Go ahead and tell me. You didn't ask me my name. What are your names? You didn't ask me my name. What are your names? Why would I give it to you? Come on, be on video. Tell me your names. What's the problem? Put your name on there. You're in you don't want to What's the problem? You're a douche. That's the problem. Keep it up. Douche. That's the problem. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. What the f did I do? Okay. I parked here. I parked here. Who the f me before you? Seems like some real, real white people problems here. I don't know. He parked something wrong, or I don't. I don't know what what's going Get on. Get over yeah, yourself. Shut the the up. So call the cops. Let's All right. go. This is going on YouTube. And I'm blocking up the boat landing Let's so go. that you Giddy can up. get your ticket. Giddy the fuck up. Mm hmm. Get your shit out Call of my way. Anyway. Call him. He will. Mm hmm. For what Where did I do again? What, what did I do again? Where are you from anyway? What did I do? Obviously, What's the problem well, here? You, local, you, you What's the problem? I'm waiting in line. He doesn't wait in you line. wait behind you the people coming line. down. I I parked down waiting. here. What's well, the problem? She's already drunk. She's not even in the water yet. What is, what is the problem? Like what this this doesn't need to be a big issue. I'm still waiting too. I live I in town. You know, get, over here, sure. get over yourself. Get over yourself. Her name? Marissa. Yeah. Don't film me with me, please. No. Don't film me with me. No. I know Marissa. Get out. Get out, sir. What's your name? What's your name? This is get the out, lady, you know, they said they, they, they have a free one. Go. Yeah, get a picture of you. Let me get my money. Okay. What you talking about? Give me get my money. Put your hands on me. Give me my money. My motherfucking money. Get a good picture of you. What you turning around for? What you turning for? What is this, like McDonald's? I wish I would have got a picture of you with your disrespect. I'm going to report you to, to the better business group. You, you, your ass is out, man. Your ass is out, man. Ain't no way in the motherfucking world you do no like that. I mean, she got a big attitude problem. I'm gonna report your. <laughs> Hurry up and give me my money. No, make a picture. No, shut make up, shut up. I, I wish there was more context because I don't know what's going on. This dude is just like demanding his money. Um. I don't know what happened that that would make that issue, but all right. Just go outside, man. They just took my stuff, and they told me that the cops are. What did I do? Can you tell me what I did? Oh, she's not wearing a mask. Tell me what I did? Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody's wearing a mask, but I don't have to because I'm fucking special. Please tell me what I did. Please tell me what I did. Tell me what I, you said you heard me. Thank you. Sir, you said that you heard what I said. What did I say? 
Please remove your hand from my six feet. Please remove your hand from my six feet right now. Sir, please remove your hand from my six feet. I'm not putting it in your face. Please don't put your hand in my face. What is it that I said that was so wrong? get out of the store. They don't want you here. You're not wearing a mask. Get out. Get the fuck out. Nobody wants you there. This is a Trader Joe's. People like you are the reason that we're going to be in this shit for way longer. Wrong. All I said was ask her to stop looking at me because she was staring at me. She wasn't turned facing this way. She turned around and was staring at me. All I did was ask her not to look at me. I can't believe you guys. Hey. Can I just ask you why you're riding their butt like that and speeding, man? I'm running his license plate. Because everybody yeah. else is speeding. Why are you speeding? I was only going 60. Speed limit's 40. The 50. Signs. Okay. Bye bye. Do All right. Favor. Oh, give me the weed, toe. No, I, I have a. Oh, I, oh, 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 yeah. I have a card. Step out. I have a card. Step out. All right. All right. Stop, man. Run your mouth? No problem. You came to the right guy. Step out. Come All on. right. All right. Stop. Come on. See, the blue car. Yeah, which one? Was tailing me. Yeah. Well, I was pacing a tractor trailer looking for a motor vehicle violation because okay. the governor's office has gotten multiple complaints yeah. on traffic stops. I know. Okay? I know that. So we're out doing our thing. Okay. He Go decides to pass me and flip me off! All right, Spina, I'm sorry. All right? Yeah, I'm sorry. So the f*** do you think you are worried about what I'm doing? Okay. You're right. I know I'm right, goddammit! Everyone's got something to f***ing say! Mind your goddamn business! I hope this dude lost his job. Like, it's cops like this that, like, ruin, ruin police officers. Like, I, I hate them. I really hate them. Where does this go? Just couldn't f***ing shut your mouth. Where are you going, anyway? Where do you work? Where? What's that? Paper? Yeah, you know, like, the liquor bottles and stuff that comes in, what a bunch of assholes you are! Right there! You want it on paper or not? Is it in the original dispensary container? No! Turn around! Oh, wow. He he got him for it not being in the original dispensary container and not having, like, its paper with it. What the fuck? You're really gonna get them for that? Dudes like that deserve to fucking die. I, like, you're gonna be that guy and, like, treat a normal fucking human being like shit because, why, you're having a bad day? You'd fuck the police. I don't give a fuck about their safety anymore. I don't. They could fucking get shot for all I care. I really don't. If you're gonna treat some unarmed, random person of color like that for- When they have a fucking medical marijuana card, you can go fucking die in a hole for all I care. I hope every officer fucking fucks themselves. Really. Fuck you. All of you police officers. Fuck you. I don't want you listening to this podcast. I don't care. Okay? I don't care. I hate you all. The fact that you're doing that job just goes to show how much of a power trip you need to be on to feel like a normal person. Fuck you. You're useless. I'm just trying to look to where you live. Why? Why? Where you live. You're not coming to my house. I want to talk to your parents. You're not coming to my house. Are you going to cry? You're not coming to my house. What? 
No, she's standing in our face. I'm not even nowhere near you. You were just up in his face. Right here. Am I in your face? Yeah. Is she picking on kids? Restraining order. Get a restraining order. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna get a restraining order. I'm about to skip Uncle Vince. I'm just about to straight up tell, call the cops. Tell your dad to come to my house. Mm -hmm. I'm about to straight up call the cops. Don't call the cops. Tell your dad to come to my house. Why don't you tell him how nasty you, you were being? If I call the cops. Nah. Why don't you tell him how nasty you were being? He wouldn't be. I wasn't even saying anything. You wasn't? No, I wasn't. No, lady. You weren't. No, no I, I wasn't. My name's Jessica. I like oh, I'm not gonna call you Jessica. So. Okay. Well, you why should walk by. Why don't you get back in your I like her. I like her grammar. You wasn't. You you weren't. You wasn't by my house. We have to walk by. But you were swearing. You weren't swearing. I'm not even a reason with you. Why? Guys, Why? just being Why? stupid. I'm being stupid. I think you need another cigarette. Okay. Okay. Why? Is your dad coming? Stay right here. I think you need another cigarette. Nice. No. Oh, no. no there's, there's police coming. So oh, that's you fine. Right there. That's fine. I live right down there. I'll park my no. car. You can I'll park my car. I'm he going. doesn't want to be here because there's cops coming, no, right? No, we're fine. Oh. That's fucking racist. So, police officers and Karens. Can, can go fuck themselves. Alright, let me cool down for a second. Um, not all cops, right? Not all cops, but the fact that you're going into that career, you're not going into it because you want to protect people. You're not. You're going into it because you want to feel powerful. That's why people pick that job. They want to put people away. They want to ruin people's lives. You get a badge so you can do that shit. You don't try to tell me otherwise, because that's bullshit. If you're a cop and you listen to this show, turn it fucking off. Never come back. Or quit your fucking job. Because you're useless to me. You never helped me once. You busted me. You busted me for a gram of weed when I was 18. Ruined my fucking life. Towed my car. Made me come pick it up the next morning. Fucking ashamed. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking power hungry cunts. That's what you are. Guy and girl. Cunts. I have no respect for police officers. None. None. You chose that job. For a reason. You chose that job. I don't give a fuck. Every interaction that I've had with a police officer has just been extremely disrespectful and condescending. And they always treat you like you're doing something wrong, even if you're fucking sitting at Dunkin' Donuts with your friends having a coffee. Well, what are you guys doing? You guys, you guys behaving? You guys, I'm not gonna have to look out for you guys. And they wait for you to leave the fucking restaurant so they can trail you and make sure you're not going off to smoke weed, which... Even if you are, why does it matter to them? You're not hurting anyone. They just want to ruin people's lives. They get, a, they get their jollies off. Makes them rock fucking hard. To ruin people's lives. That's what being a police officer is. Because who are you protecting? When you go to a domestic violence dispute, most likely what happens is they arrest both parties. Even the victim. Who is that helping? That's not helping shit. Literally, all you got, like, you have a badge to bully people. That's what it is. You have a badge to bully people. You, you're protected by the law to just fuck with people endlessly. 
Who are you helping? Never, never has a cop once helped me in my entire life. It's always just trying to get me in trouble for something. Anyways, um, we just go into a relationship advice from there. Because I, I, um, I don't want to talk about cops anymore. I, um, yeah, I'm not a, not a fan. Not a fan. Alright, relationship advice. Let's go in. Okay, this, this one is easy enough to close it off with. Would you appreciate getting a text from an old friend just checking up? I, 20 female, have lost contact with a lot of friends during this pandemic and working full-time doesn't really give me a lot of time to think about them and maybe that's why I've lost contact. Would it be okay if I just sent a sort of hey old friend, how's life been treating you text? I know that sometimes those texts surprise me but I always appreciate someone checking in on me. Would they feel the same way? Would you like this? Yeah, yeah, I think so. If it's someone that I care about, like, if it's someone I know that is just checking in because they need something from me, like an invite to the wedding so they can get free food, um, then no. No, I then, then I don't want that text, and I never want to hear from them again. But if you were a good friend to these people, and you guys had really good times and a great connection, and they were, and, and you were never shitty to them, then I think they would appreciate it, yeah. You know, people get busy. Especially during um, during these difficult times, during COVID and everything, we lose we lose connection with people. We don't get to see them all the time, and uh, that's something I think we should all do: check in on an old friend. That's that's my advice. Do it, everybody. Check in on an old friend. Make sure they're doing okay, because uh, you don't know how long you'll uh, you'll get to be able to check in on them, you know? Or you can't. So, anyways, <laughs> that, um, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Short News Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, I really appreciate it, guys. Um, so you can, um, you can follow me on, on Twitter at Alex underscore M-A-D-R-E, Instagram, Alex Mador. You know the deal. I'll be there all weekend, just hanging out, getting ready for school. Um, so, this has been the podcast. See you guys in a couple days. I love you, and peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available on location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. 
on location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with on location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.